What's going on, guys? Another episode of the Corbin Claypool Show today. Today, I have on a special guest, a business partner, somebody that specializes in a certain piece of the mortgage industry that hardly anybody specializes in. And let me tell you, you don't want to do these type of loans with the wrong person because you will get burned for it, guaranteed, without somebody that knows what they're doing. So we're going to talk a lot about in this podcast about creative financing, renovation loans, construction loans, how to even buy an investment property with a renovation loan, and so much more. I'll go into a little bit about a property that I just purchased, how I'm using creative financing and other people's money to buy off-market, below-market properties, and how you can do the same thing. So I'm going to introduce my guest right now, Angel. Say what's up, man. Good Talk morning. Good, Good morning. morning. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. Thanks for jumping on. This is going to be awesome. So tell the guests a little bit about what you do, who you are, your background in this whole uh, mortgage game, and let's get into it. Okay. So my name is Angel Santiago. I am with Barrow Mortgage, part of the Claypool team. I'm excited to be there. And my specialty is renovation. A lot of people, it's a, it's a myth. So I'm going to bust that myth today. When dealing with renovation, it is the product of conventional as well as the FHA of purchasing a property as well as renovating the property, the needs to the property, as well as the wants. But you got to be careful because some people's wants go over the moon. <laughs> to give you a background on myself, I am from, uh, I started with Wells Fargo. I have 10 years with Wells Fargo there and six years I exclusively did renovation exclusively. So I have 300 renovations under my belt. So that means I've, uh, I've jacked up people's houses and I've replaced people's foundation and put a hydraulic foundation. What? I don't even know what a hydraulic foundation is. I had never heard of that, dude. Uh, yeah. So, so literally the, the person can adjust their, their, uh, their foundation with a, a control panel. Why would they want to do that? Because they live in a, an area where it's cliffy over the, near the, near the ocean and they have to adjust the house to just in case of, mudslides and things of that sort that's incredible okay so you were at wells fargo for uh many years you've been doing renovation for about 15 years right you've had you have that experience under your belt so what makes the renovation loan different than a normal loan what i want to get across here is why should you go to a renovation specialist and not just the average Joe mortgage loan officer on the street that's doing their FHA, VA, conventional, similar to what I do, right? That's my wheelhouse. And when I get renovation, I actually refer it to you because it is more of a complicated product. So kind of break that down a little bit for people and help them understand why they would need to use a construction or renovation specialist. The reason why you want to use a renovation specialist is because on a regular loan, all you have to worry about on a regular loan is the credit. When it comes to anything with a property, we, the person actually comes back to the seller and says, hey, there's an issue with your property. You need to fix it or we need to have an understanding. Right. With renovation, there is two parts. Not only is there the credit piece, but there's a property piece because when we you can purchase a property that is as is. So when you purchase something that is as is, the seller is saying, I'm giving you a great deal, but I don't want to touch anything. Mm-hmm. 
huge difference because typically on regular financing, they has to meet a minimum standard. That minimum standard is done away with renovation. We have to fix everything that is the needs of that property. So a lot of people don't have that expertise to interpret and help a contractor deal with the property's items that need to happen. And a lot of times they there it's such a bad learning curve that the deal turns bust and the listing agent has a bad taste in their mouth and the buyer's agent has a bad taste in their mouth or no one ever wants to deal with it again. And then uh, when I talk about renovation, they said, I've heard about that. The reason is because no one ever wants to touch it. When you deal with the renovation specialist that like myself, I can tell you expectations from A to Z. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some times that you open the wall, so to speak, and there's more. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I prepare them as well. Right. So that expertise is huge. It's, it's, and, it's like the difference between dealing with an expert contractor and a new contractor. Right. It's a, 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 day and night. Right. And I would say you're probably the number one renovation guy in Fresno. You've probably done more renovations than anybody else in Fresno because the reality is we talked about this yesterday. Nobody does it. And there's so many properties out there that even a property, let's say that's outdated, it may not even be super dilapidated. You're a first time home buyer. You're having trouble getting your offers accepted right now because there's no listings out there. Right. And you find a property that's outdated, which typically there's not going to be as many offers on that property. Maybe it has a little bit of damage. The cool thing is if you're already doing your three and a half percent down, let's say an FHA loan and you find this property, you can use a renovation loan, put the same down payment and the same closing cost, and that lender is going to take, uh, you know, in, in consideration what the value is going to be after the repairs, which I'll let Angel jump into that a little bit more, and you can completely renovate that place from start to finish. Um, and so, Angel, go into that a little bit, man. Tell them, like, what can they do with a, with a renovation loan? Because I think people in their minds, they're like, oh, I can't do that much, right? I can only do a couple things. But people don't understand that you can literally rip down the whole thing pretty much and restart over, essentially. I mean, maybe not that to that extent, but jump into that. So lenders don't want to hear that, but you can do that, right? Right. So with the concept is... If there's an issue with the house, it doesn't. There, there is no bare minimum because there's. It can be fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, but obviously, we don't. You know, you're dealing with a probate issue uh, from the courts that says no one can touch it. But this is an issue, and they, it holds things up. If we do a larger project, there's a minimum of five thousand, and it can go. It can go. I, I've done projects, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in construction. I've had a whole projects wow. that are all re- renovation. Uh, custom houses on top of the hills that you probably see close to the Table Mountain. Bro, that, that right there is the American dream, right? I mean, everybody's getting stuck in these new construction model homes, cookie cutter. And I mean, they're not bad. It's a great, I just want to point this out. Any home that you buy is great in the long term because you're going to establish equity. You're going to get the benefits of home ownership. But there's a big difference between buying that new construction home that's on a cookie cutter lot and has a little tiny backyard about the size of the area that we're sitting right now versus, you know, buying an older property that has a bigger lot, right? Because some of these older properties have bigger lots and being able to renovate that home to your liking. That's the American dream right there. Well, a lot of people don't realize is the older homes were built very well. And to give you an example, a lot of houses today, if you have a two by four, if you go measure them at Home Depot right now, it's going to be a two inch by three 
three and a half. It's not a two a, a true two by four. If you measure the two by fours that they put in uh, in the older homes, they're actually technically two two inches ver, uh, two and five inches. So there are two and a, two fi- fifths. A huge difference. Mm-hmm. So, so they're built well. They were overdone, and a lot of times the bones are well. So you, all you have to do is just take out the bad, and and put in whatever you want. To give you an example. I bought a, a property that was 1938 myself. Mm-hmm. I, it had green carpets in the kitchen. Pink kitchen. Pink. Uh, Who puts ba- carpets in a kitchen, man? Oh. That's almost a fire hazard right there. I don't think so. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I had uh, pink bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, back then, that was like, great, right? It had to go. I, I put into the property about 140000 and I bought a ranch property that back 10 years ago. Uh, for $187,000. That's a whole other piece I want to get into this is when you buy these dilapidated properties, right? And you refinance them. So you're buying them for, you know, cheaper than probably what they're going to be on the market on the MLS or whatever home of this. Maybe that's nicer. You don't even realize sometimes that you'll do all these renovations and maybe you have 300 all in. And then all of a sudden you find out that the home's actually worth 400. So you just renovated that property that you bought for as a first time home buyer, three and a half percent down, did the renovations. And now all of a sudden you already have equity in that property. Plus you can, you know, get new air, like go into that piece, like tell them like you can get new air conditioners, right? You can get Absolutely. new. Absolutely. So, so, so one, not only can you get new air conditioners, um, new, uh, appliances, you can actually include appliances, commercial grade appliances within the loan. Wow. So you, not only can you put granite countertops, quartz countertops. Well, I, I just want to say this. That makes sense because in talking to appraisers and doing this for a long time, uh, appraisers take into account nice appliances. Like if you have stainless steel high-end appliances, that actually helps the value of your property. I Maybe not all appraisers believe that, but some appraisers have told me that. Uh, it has more appeal, so it would make sense that the lender would be okay adding that stuff in. Yes. Right? Yeah. No. So, I mean, all new uh, – and you can change the bedrooms. You can go from a four-bedroom to five-bedroom. You can uh, – so you can add on you to could, the house. Uh, you could add on. I once did an add-on from 500 to 2,500 square feet home. A 500 square foot home, and I created an add-on to 2,500 in a five-acre lot. Can you imagine the equity of that grew? That's amazing, man. And Not that, only can you go sideways, you can go up. And one thing, I have a lot of investor buddies. I buy properties myself. I'll jump into that a little bit. The, the cool thing about this is you don't have to be a crazy experienced investor or have to know all the ins and outs of this when you do a loan like this, because you have somebody like angel who's walking you through the whole process and teaching you how to do it. So you don't have to go out on a limb, get a hard money loan, you know, which by the way, I I do private money loans and, and I get private money loans and things like that, but you don't have to go out on a limb to, take that additional risk right. because the lender is going to do explain that the lender is going to do all this. So, right? so to give you a perspective on this, everything that needs to happen to the property during escrow, we figure that out and we have a contractor address that situation. The, for a customer, all they're putting down is three and a half percent for the FHA version or 5% for the conventional, mm. but that's of the total consideration. So to simply, I'll do a simple math here. If it's 300,000, 
uh, purchase with a hundred thousand dollar a renovation amount, mm-hmm. they're still only putting three and a half percent of the four hundred thousand. They're not having to put three and a half percent of the FHA of the the, the dollar amount plus a, per, a different percentage on all the renovation. It's just a simple three and a half percent. Are you serious? Yes. So it's a three and a half. I actually didn't even know that piece. See, this is exactly why you need to use a renovation specialist because as many loans as I as I've done, I had no idea that it just goes off of the purchase price. So it goes off of the purchase price. And then let's say the renovation is 60,000 more. Um, if you buy for 460, you're basically putting your three and a half percent down payment off of that 400, not the 460. So no, no. So you still put it at three and a half percent of, of the total consideration. Okay. okay that makes but, the, more sense. but you don't have to worry that you have to come in because if it was a regular purchase, you would have to put 50 or a hundred percent of that 60,000 right. out of your own pocket. Right. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. I was going to say that didn't sound that made more sense. It, it was yeah. too good, right? Yeah. It was too good <laughs> to be true. I was like, wow. But um, people yeah, don't realize that, you know, you could be a first time home buyer and use the, the renovation products mm-hmm. and you buy a house and it gets renovated and just nothing, only the needs, but your wants. So you have the house painted, restuccoed. I mean, just, you can make a house look new. How many renovation loans do you think go on in Fresno at any given time? This is a really random question, and it's probably really hard to answer. So in 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 the state of California, in the state of California, um, I'm going to tell you there's probably only 20 people in the entire state of California that probably has this um or the, my the, the education i have well it is seven were of the old wells fargo team that i used to work for mm-hmm. uh and they're spread apart the there's one in san diego there's different ones so in fresno there's probably there's only probably two people other than myself that know how to do renovation um i'm the most experienced but they'll they'll still do them as well and i'm there's probably like one to two transactions a month period in all Fresno County. You think so? Oh yeah. See, that's, I want to bring that change to Fresno though. I want to do more because I know that this product is something that can help a lot of people. Again, I want to talk about to the first time home buyer that's buying the home that can't get their offer accepted. And you're like, you have your own down payment. You have your own closing cost. This is a product that could work for you to put yourself ahead, get yourself in a home that not everybody uh, is bidding on, right? So I I would love to take this product and show more people how uh, amazing this product really is. And if they can think of the generational wealth that this can create, because not only will you always get instant equity, Mm -hmm. if they can have a mindset of say, hey, utilize the FHA and buy a two unit, three unit, four unit, and we could renovate the entire dilapidated four unit fourplex. They move into one, and now they've they've they have all everything included into a loan. That you can do that, a four unit fourplex renovation loan. Wow! So you could buy something dilapidated. You want to move into it, and uh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Absolutely no, um, and not only for say the people who are first time home buyers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's plenty here in Fresno that are going to their second homes, third homes, mm-hmm. and they and they want just that custom house. That's what this you know uh, this can do for them. I when I was going for my own home, I was actually going to the like Granville's, and mm-hmm. I was like like getting the, they they put their colors on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honey, do you like that color? And she was like, yeah, let's write that down. 
We were getting all the colors and, and the and, and decals from from all the diff- different places. And uh-huh. We went to Sherman Williams and we got all the colors and told it to our contractor. That's hella smart, man. <laughs> I I love this. I love this, and uh, I think that's a testament to the fact that you did your own renovation loan because you know the power of it, right? Yes, you know how good it is, and so you you did it yourself. Now, as far as uh, you know, construction loans from ground up, you do construction loans as well. And you specialize in the construction loans as well. That's not much of a difference besides they will actually, and we do this guys, we have a full renovation and construction department that will help you renovate or construct a home from the ground up. So if you find a home or find a piece of land, you can buy the land and we'll do all of the construction for you. Uh, we won't do it of course, but we'll do the financing for it. We'll pay the contractor and uh, you can have a home from the ground up. So go into that a little bit. And also you were saying yesterday that you found a resource for investment renovation yes. loans. And so I, I can talk a little bit on that because I'm in the middle of doing some off market private money stuff. But as far as you wanted to just go the conventional route and buy an investment property, tell them what that requires. So if we wanted to do an investment renovation, so why would you want to do an investment renovation is because the rate is still very aggressive. I mean, you're going to be paying points because right now uh, the market requires that if you buy an investment, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay points regardless just because the rates are the way they are. Right. But if, if you can get a rate, say, very close to what regular rates are, investment with renovation and have it. Uh, and so to give perspective, you purchase something, put 25 percent down. And then you have 25% down of also the renovation costs. I'm going to, I'm going to break this down a little simpler, $300,000 purchase and a hundred thousand dollar renovation. Again, you put 25% of that total consideration is a hundred thousand, right? The concept is if you didn't have that ability, one, you'd be, you can go against cash buyers now because no, you can't, if a house is dilapidated, no lender will, will lend you money unless it's going to be hard money or uh, non-QM situations, mm-hmm. right? But renovation will allow you to finance that house, uh, and and you're only going to put a portion of the money needed to bring that house up to standard. Now, I want to I want to point one thing out on this, um, just because I I want to give people proper expectations and be transparent is if you are trying to do a renovation loan like this, the timeline is typically uh, for an investment. Let's just, I'm talking purely of this right now. We can get back to the primary, but for an investment, it's going to be about 45 days, right? Typically 45 to 60. So the reason I say that is you're probably going to have to give that seller that has the dilapidated property, a pretty decently stronger offer than what somebody like me that's coming in and buying it straight cash because if you buy it, if somebody's coming and buying it straight cash, they're going to close in 14, 15 days. And the sellers are likely going to take that. Um, but having the renovation loan, since you're, you know, you're doing the construct or the renovation and everything. Uh, and let's say that you're a newer investor getting into this game may not be a bad idea. And as, as long as your numbers make sense, you could maybe be a little bit more aggressive on that offer so that you could beat out the cash buyers and then that seller's waiting, uh, willing to wait a little bit more time for their money because maybe they're going to get exactly. more money than a cash exactly. buyer is going to get. If, if you have a seller who's willing to wait, right. absolutely. So um, <clears throat> it's it really is a, an awesome product. A lot of people, most lenders kind of shy away from it. 
we're, we are now in a position to go full on uh, with both all, all renovation products with a partner and a, a, a supporting of uh, underwriting that we've never had before. Right. Uh, I haven't felt this excited since the days of Wells Fargo. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Tell people about your experience with Vero real quick, a little bit. Dude, I, I honestly feel the reason I say this is, uh, you know, of course, we all have to believe in our own product, but I truly feel that we're the best. Uh, and I feel that way because we are a correspondent bank, so we do everything in-house, but we don't have a giant parent company looming over us because uh, we're a small mom-and-pop shop. I mean, we have, you know, 100-plus employees overall, but we're typically small compared to the huge nationwide lenders and me being a partner in the company allows us to have a hell of a lot of pull to get things done with not only our underwriting, but our appraisal department. So tell people a little bit about your experience so far. Here. So my experience with Vero Mortgage is only good. Um, you know, when I was, uh, I was with another company, as you know, and uh, you would tell me, we're, 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 this is the place to be angel. And, and I wouldn't believe you. I said, you know, well, you know, I'm happy where I'm at, but there was some transactions that were the underwriter, the underwriters basically left me out to dry. Mm-hmm. We're going to ruin my reputation. And I was, I was thinking, Oh my goodness. And this has happened to me right before I was going to go to the Dominican Republic. Right. I was thinking, and I, I did all, I, I, I had done everything proper. And I remember calling you and you said, Send it to me. I'll get it done. And that was back in December. You got the deal done. It was hard. And the, you know, it was that, a tough deal. It was sure. a very tough deal. It was discretionary, but it was a tough deal. And guess what? We and, sold that deal. And it was, got it done and sold the deal. So And so then I was, I was thinking, wow. That, that, it, st- it stood in my mind. And I was doing right. other transactions. And then I had another hard deal. And I didn't have the support system. Mm-hmm. support system uh, at the previous place and I, I would ask for help and I, I I almost felt like I was given a philosophy you know and I was just like it, was that your advice you know or is that like is that like from a philosophy book you know like, uh-huh. I need yeah. like we're, we're real time here well too the other thing is like you know the broker side is cool. I'm not, you know, there's great things about the broker side, but people try to hate on the correspondent side, but they don't realize that if you have the right correspondent setup, it's legit. Like if you're not a huge, massive retail bank and you have a legit setup with that bank, like your interest rates are going to be just as competitive or very, very close. Your closing is going to be better. Like everything's going to be better. I have way happier clients here than I did in the broker side. And my biggest call of the broker side was, UWM, I love UWM. They were awesome, but dude, they would just be sending out estimates or they would like, you know, different underwriters would always be in the file changing different things. And underwriter two says this under senior writer, senior underwriter says this leadership says this. And you're like constantly having to fight these battles. And, uh, you know, the, the option over there is okay, well move investors, move investors, but you have to yeah. reoriginate the file. Sometimes you have to order a new appraisal with that new lender you know, whereas over here, it's like, I make one phone call to Doug and I'm like, Doug, what can we do? Like where, how do we structure this deal so that we can make it a sellable deal? And, uh, you know, we figure out how to structure it and get it done. So, and that's exactly right. Um, you know, really liked UWM, but that whole concept of, you know, there's so many hands in the pot 
And then when you when you go up to the top underwriter, she's you know she needs like three hours to figure out who did what. And then sometimes you call them, dude, and like they don't even know the last conversation they had with you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You call them, they're like, "What are you talking about? I just called you three hours ago and told you I I literally needed this out today." You know, you don't get that same service. But the thing is, I will say with UWM, when your file is clean, flies right through. It's awesome. I mean, they have files where I was closing files. I had a zero day clear to close at UWM. So you can't knock like everything, but I will tell you, if you have the right correspondence set up and you're not with a massive retail conglomerate that inflates all their margins, you're going to have a solid system. So, But I think, you know, I always say, don't judge me on my easy loans, judge me on my hard loans. Right. And I, I say that because everyone can look good for a couple loans. But it's the hard loans that you say, you know what? Uh, and you warn the realtor, you know, mm -hmm. like, hey, you know what? This is going to be a tough one. I think I can get this through. I have a good feeling. Uh, I'm going to need your patience if you want me to proceed. Right. Right. And that's what I felt like at Vero Mortgage. You know, you were communicating with me all the time. Hey, you know, let me communicate this. You know, they're having an issue with this. How can we get over this? What 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 did you th think it was going to be? So you were communicating with me just as much as as an underwriter would, right? Mm -hmm. And you were you were uh, advocating for me, but I didn't have that advocation where I was. And then that that was kind of like the the sign sign to me, like you know what, I'm going, I'm yeah. going, because this was yeah. the second time. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, lack of support. They're just, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Yeah. So well, we're happy to have you, bro. Happy to have you uh, back to back on topic. Um, you know, is there anything else that you want to add to the renovation side of things that you think that you should leave people with? I kind of want to talk a little bit about creative finance and how people can use creative finance to purchase properties. But so before I, I, I just want to a lot of people say, you know, who can they use for a contractor, right? Mm -hmm. I want to state, you can use any contractor in the state of California that's in good standings. I want people to understand that there are a lot of bad contractors out there. Um, and sometimes we find them out and we, we can't use them. And, and they're going to require a licensed contractor. And they're going to need a right. licensed GC. And, and the reason I say that is because a lot of people that, uh, you know, maybe do flips and stuff, have a good contractor that does good work for them, but maybe he's not licensed. Lenders are not going to allow that. Exactly. Exactly. So they need a license. We're going to look up their license. We're going to, they're going to do a, a background check on the, on, on the contractors and they're going to make sure that they're in, in good standings. Mm -hmm. And so we need, we, we just, this is for their protection. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse than a contractor knocking on your door for money. Right. Mm -hmm. Or there to be a dispute. And now you're like, I wish I never did this. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of expectations that we're going to set up for the client so that they understand that this is going to be a wonderful process, but we, we're going to protect you. And sometimes you may not see it. Love it, man. So to kind of get into creative finance to talk about the investing side, you know, I, I, like I said, I like to be transparent and I do feel like that investment loan is a great loan if you have the opportunity and you find something but I, I uh, think you're going to run into the fact that a cash buyer is going to be able to offer that dilapidated seller a quick closing, things of that nature. And so to kind of jump into that, I just want to talk about this because I'm pumped about it. And I think it can help people is, you know, finding an off market property, which you can find through wholesalers, you can find through networking, 
you can find through driving for dollars and knocking on the doors, things of that nature. And uh, there's so much more. I, I, you know, I don't want to say I'm an expert on this yet because I'm definitely not. I'm really kind of getting my feet into this game. Uh, but I was able to purchase from a wholesaler, which I would say, like, if you're running a business, right, you're a successful businessman or, a, you know, a successful doctor, whatever it is, and you have cash that you want to invest in real estate. I would suggest start making those connections with people in real estate and start trying to just find wholesalers. You don't necessarily need to go find your own deals, right? You don't need to go out and try to look for your own deals. If you have a wholesaler that, Hey, you know, Corbin, here's a deal. Take a look at it. One thing I want to add on to is as long as the numbers make sense for you, don't sit there and try to talk down the wholesaler on their price. Mm. Right? Like that's the word, like you're making 20 grand on this. I don't care what the person's making. I want that person to make a lot of money on the deal so that I can make my number. As long as my numbers work, I want that person to make a lot of money on the deal, right? Because then that person's going to come back on the next deal and say, Hey Corbin, here's another one because he knows that I'm not going to nickel and dime him trying to talk him down on his, on his, uh, on his price. Mm. So that being said, I purchased this property for 170 in Porterville. And my appraisal came back today at 251. Wow. And I used private money, which Jeremy freaking taking care of me, got me private money on this one. I put 10% down private money, covered the rest. Uh, you know, I'm paying them quite a bit of interest, but I would rather pay it to somebody that I, I know, right. They're investing in this deal. They're essentially buying this property for 170,000 or less than that. Cause I put 10% down. Right. Um, so their investment safe tied up into this property that just appraised for 251. So worst case, let's say I don't make a payment or somebody has to foreclose on me. They just take over the property that already has this massive spread in it anyways. So as a private money investor, it's almost one of the safest ways to invest your money as long as the numbers make sense. So then after I did, I'm doing that, I'm closing on the refinance, which by the way, because I'm a co-owner in the mortgage bank. I'm hooked. You know, I can kind of hook myself up. That is one benefit, right? <laughs> That's one benefit. I can run my numbers a little bit more aggressive than other people because I can lock myself into a way lower rate than somebody that goes and tries to get a loan is going to get. So that, that part gives me the upper advantage. I feel as far as what I can offer, because I can offer $10,000 more. Cause if it's only $50 difference in my payment, but my, um, my, uh, you know, interest rates way less, it, offsets itself. So then, you know, rate and term refinance it. I just, I'm doing another one right now for two thirty, and it's going to appraise for probably around three fifteen, three twenty, Right. And that one's a hundred percent financing from a private money guy paying them 12% interest, two points with a three month prepayment penalty. I know that's probably high for some investors, but for me, I'm getting my foot in the game. And then you come to a guy like me or angel and you can do a rate and term refinance as long as you don't get a second lien on the property as well. So as long as you don't get a first lien and then you also get a second lien, then you have to do a cash out refinance to pay both of those off. But if you just do one lien, then you can do a rate and term refinance clean and you can refinance right away. You don't have to wait the six month or eight, I think it's a year uh, long waiting period now. So my point in bringing this up is if you're buying a property with the investment renovation loan, this is something that you're probably going to run into. So you're probably going to be better off buying this as like a primary property, Mm. you know, buying something that's maybe not completely dilapidated, but outdated, you know, you can add on some things to it. 
And, uh, you know, I'm not saying to stray away from the investment because I do think it's a potential possibility, but I, I think you're going to put yourself in a market where you're competing with these cash buyers that want to close in 15 days. Gotcha. I think we actually, we didn't talk about construction. Oh yeah. We didn't talk about construction. Yeah. I just want to point this concept out that I think construction spot builds, that's what it's going to be a spot build right? is just, it's like the American dream. I think mm-hmm. in the sense that you find the property you could either identify the property and have the plans and the contractor all set up and you can put 5% down on the entire thing, or you can capture the property, purchase it, and then that valuation is going to be used as if you're putting a down payment for the mm-hmm. net, for your home purchase. Um, if you ever just like look up plans online, just general plans, it's only like $20 to get beautiful plans. And you have all these like castles that you can build right mm-hmm. all these beautiful things obviously that's not like um county grade but at least it gives you good ideas of what you want to do with your property right and then you can have a, a an engineer or an architect figure out what you want to have done mm-hmm. then you have a gc basically give you a price of what needs to happen the only difference with this versus renovation is that the contractor is going to have to have experience in this He's going to have to have homes that he has built before. And if he if he's has that that experience, we have no problem. And yeah. then they, they have a completely awesome house. And, and typically, a lot of people like to put it on like one, two acres or something mm-hmm. like that. Beautiful home erected. It's awesome. That's amazing, man. I, I want to add one thing, too, because interest rates are going to be higher as we wrap up here in the next five, 10 minutes, interest rates are going to be higher on our renovation or construction loan. Right. But stop worrying about that. Stop because you're renovating your whole property. You're literally taking your property that's dilapidated. You're going to have value in it. Most likely not guaranteed, but most likely, uh, and your interest rates may be a half percent higher than a traditional loan. Right. So it is a little bit higher, but that's like the least of that should be the least of people's worries. You know, because they can always refinance the more um, the mortgage rate down into a more traditional mortgage rate once they complete the reno or once they complete the construction. Unlike the re- construction, the renovations are going to be fixed thirty years, and they're they're going to be pretty close to whatever the market's doing, maybe a quarter to half percent higher. Mm-hmm. The rent the construction loan does something completely different, which is pretty interesting. It's gonna it has a two parts to it. It's two and one. It's going to basically be a draw and you're going to pay out whatever you're pulling. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the house is uh, complete and an occupancy certificate is given by the County, then what's going to end up happening is now it will convert itself to a permanent loan. And just to be clear, you're going to be getting a draw from the lender, right? The lender is going to be drawing that money and then giving it to the contractor. They're never going to give you the money directly. Um, they're going to basically, the contractor has to submit a bid to them. And right, and that they're going to look at what this bid requires, and then they're going to send out the money based on that bid, correct? So I've been in this business for a little too long because that's exactly what they do now. I've been in it when they used to cut out a check right to the borrower. Oh wow! And I literally had a client who used some of the money, and what ends up happening <laughs> is they said that they thought they were going to get a bonus or like money, and it never came. Yeah, it was. So what happened? Um, he had to like, he had to, uh, uh, liquidate some funds he had like mm-hmm. some, like he had to pull some 401k mm-hmm. 
because they were just like, no, this was for the contractor, and that's almost like uh, embezzlement, you know? <laughs> like, we wow. gave you the money to give him, and uh-huh. he used it. Holy so, crap. So yeah. it, it worked out because he was financially had the funds to do it, but he just thought, oh, I'm going to get some funds. I guess I have $50,000 in my bank account. Oh, my gosh, bro. That's yeah. bad. Well, uh, we'll leave you guys with that. Do you want to leave them with any last items on construction, renovation, private financing, anything of that nature? I, my suggestion to everyone is always just keep your eyes open. Um, you, you're going to get instant equity in any of these items. Um, find the house, find the ugly duckling in the right neighborhood. Hmm. Right? You find the, and then, then you turn that duckling, ugly duckling, into a beautiful swan. That's what renovation does. I love that, man. That's, That's what renovation does. So, guys, keep your eyes open. Watch HGTV, Renovation Brothers, and all those <laughs> other stuff. Get excited and find your own find your own dream. So, if you want to reach Angel, you can uh, check him out on social media. He's not on social media too much, uh, but if you reach out to me directly, I can always get you in contact with him, and he'll take over that whole side of renovation so thank you for coming on man i really appreciate this information and we'll once we get another um i think what we should do is once we your clients right now that are doing renovation you should talk are you close with them by chance close enough yeah maybe we can get them on the podcast after after they complete their renovation and we can show before and after pictures interesting show people what it looks like i love it so okay all right thanks for coming on bro thank you all right bye